Hi, we are Alex and Flo from Metreswap Europe. Things have really changed over here on the Autobahn. Metreswap trucks is all you can see on the road. Because everyone's doing it. So you do it too. Metreswap. Or as we say in Germany. Matratzenschwapsen. Metreswap. Yay. All right. All right. All right. Are we recording? Yep. Here we are. Back in the pit. Back in the pit. Welcome back to the pit. Everyone. Oh, hey, I hear the music. That only means one thing. <laughs> it's another episode of the Ouroboros Hour. Episode 6. Hi, Curtis. Hi, Adam. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm so good. Oh, man. You just... I was about to make a comment about people that say doing good. You don't... You're only doing good. Well, I guess you are doing good because you're petting a cat. That's That's true. That's I'm, a, I'm that's doing, doing good. good. But I didn't say I was doing good. I said I am so good. Mm. I am doing well. Good. I am good. Excellent. Is that right? Yes. All right. That is right. Thank you, Grammar Police. <laughs> I, that's like not the first time on this podcast where I have been the Grammar Police. And it won't be the last. Good. Uh, I so, respect your knowledge of grammar. <laughs> Excellent. So my name is Curtis and I am the Grammar Police. <laughs> and my name is Adam. And I am a guy with a microphone. <laughs> I would say that that is definitely true. So undeniable. It is undeniable. Few it, things in this world. It's an objective truth that you have a microphone. Actually, that is that is actually not an objective truth when you really <laughs> think about it. <laughs> You have several microphones. I, I have several microphones. Um, none of them are with me right now. <laughs> right now, one of your microphones is sitting in front of me. I don't have it. I don't possess it. I mean, you could put your hands around it. It might be bad podcasting to do that. And then you would possess it. You could take it and run away. Just get up, grab the microphone and... Pull the, pull the USB plug right out and make a break for it. Don't tempt me. <laughs> you did technically buy that both microphones that we're using, so they are really pretty much yours. I, I think after you 
you give you gift something that is no longer yours. I agree with that. I'm definitely not going to say that once you gift somebody something, that you can then take it and run away with it. Which isn't to say that these microphones were a gift. I didn't mean to imply that. You still owe me $6,000. <laughs> it's a good thing we have so many sponsors to oh. cover our costs for microphones and uh, web hosting. Actually, we don't want sponsors, though. What we want is Patreon. Patreon supporters. Supporters. By the way, yeah. thank you, everybody, who's supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much right to now. Our, our future subscribers. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> look us up on there, and um, donors uh, of a a recurring donation of ten dollars a month or more will get a song written for them about them by me. Wow, that's awesome! That is really cool. What a great opportunity to have a song written about you by adam that i mean it's a lifetime goal achievement i don't know something like that <laughs> it's a it's a major award i would say the only other way to do that is to date me and then <laughs> be broken up with <laughs> That's and you, you'll find that that costs a lot more than $10 a month. You know, I, I was recently, like last year, I think, at a, a concert that you gave. I don't know if a concert is the right word. Probably not a concert. A show? A show. It was it a live performance with music? What? It, why is it? was it not a concert? It was a concert. It was, it was a, a concert. We'll Adam concert. Brandt in concert. All, <laughs> all original. Uh, and absolutely fantastic. And I would say Thank probably, you. oh man, it was really good. We, Plus, uh, I was there. Yeah. It was amazing. Lexi was there. It was a beautiful venue, but the music was really good. I mean that sincerely. I'm not saying that Thanks, as a Kurt. joke. It was really, really good. I was just thinking about that the other day. That was a, a really interesting dynamic in that room. Yeah. Uh, I think there were some talkative people at the bar, but they, I think they annoyed you more than they annoyed anybody that was listening to the music. Like, (laughs) I I have that impression. All right. Good. Um, because the people that were listening to the music didn't seem to be annoyed by it. And it was sort of just the way that room was. Yeah. Um, I attempted to annoy them back. Well, yeah, they I th- were I, they were annoying me. Hmm. So I don't know if you remember when I I started being um, fairly profane in between songs <laughs> because it was the only thing that they were responding to. Hmm. There was a song that you played towards the end that was so goddamn good. I don't know the name of it. Um, I'm I'm struggling even to remember the lyrics, but there was like. Something that was obviously deeply personal for you. Uh, I just was blown away. It was all original stuff. Lexi's handing me the CD. You want to say hi, Lex? Uh-huh. Hi, Lex. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Lex. 
at the end of the night, you handed our uh, you. We had the opportunity to purchase CDs, which we we purchased one. Um, I don't think the song that I'm thinking of is on this disc. Did a lot of songs. Yeah, it was a uh, it was extremely uh, enlightening for me to to actually see like the amount of work that you put in, and I really thought everything was solid and well done. I've heard you be very critical of your own work um and also i've heard you uh i believe on the podcast you mentioned songwriters and might have been one of the first two that we did or something like that and being judgmental of their lyrics uh and having heard that much music from you i can understand why you feel that way because the the lyrics that you had written were all uh, just very good and solid and not cliched. So, anyway. Oh, you're you're kissing my ass and I love it. You're gonna you're gonna cut all this in editing, aren't you? <laughs> you're gonna edit this. One. <laughs> no, our new intern is gonna edit this. Mm. Our uh, our new production assistant, Tori. Tori. Yeah, she's gonna take over. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, but as- you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the podcasts. That I wanted to talk to. Oh boy. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because one of the podcasts that we want to talk about tonight is an inside view about uh, song composition. That's right. With the artists. Yep. Song Exploder. Mm. Song Exploder is a great podcast, short form from Radiotopia. Sure. Yep. It is Radiotopia. Uh, they have a lot of very popular podcasts. Um, they uh, we like a lot of their stuff. It's PRX. Yeah, I like yeah. a lot of their stuff. Um, Public radio. They do exchange. like Trump Con Law, ninety nine percent invisible. Uh, just a, a good outfit, and they they you know everything's. So in regards to Song Exploder, do you uh, do you want to take a crack at the uh, name of the host? It's a, we apologize to him, by the way, when he listens to this, he might be a little bit annoyed. It's Karishi Akuawe. Oh, shit. Hikresh Karaway. Nope. Rishi Agawe. <laughs> no. There's an away at the end. <laughs> there is. Hold on. I'll tell you what it is. Harishi Kesherway is the, is the gentleman's name. That's exactly what I said. So Harishi Kesherway. Harishi Kesherway. Harishi Kesherway. What he does, he hosts his podcast, but at least in the the episode that I listened to, um, he does he didn't speak at all in the episode that I listened to, uh, but right. Uh, so he edits himself out, right? While he interviews the artist yep. about one specific track, and they take you through step by step, element by element of the track. Of how they chose the sound, um, how they built each aspect, great technical details, and you listen to which episode? I listened to the DJ Shadow episode. DJ Shadow is very cool. Yep, I scrolled through. They he has artists like uh, I think RZA. Uh, there's a ton. Yo Yo Ma. Yo Yo Ma. I listened to Nora Jones. How was that one? Was that one good? I did not get all the way through Nora Jones. No. 
I like Nora Jones a lot. Me too. <clears throat> but I could I can't tell you why. I couldn't tell you why either. <laughs> She, she has a beautiful voice. She has voice. a beautiful voice. She just takes me away with her. <laughs> uh, I listened to Robin Pecknold of Fleet Foxes. Right, yeah. And his song was uh, Merrick Stapa. Okay. Which is a Middle English word for border walker. Okay. Yeah. And he talks about that in the song. He talks in, about in it episode. in the episode, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess that was um, where the the lyrics started with this word, Merrick Stapa. Um, and then he develops the textures of the song around his concept of being a Merrick Stapa, or which is, means border walker. Okay. Um, and Interesting. It was very interesting to hear his amalgamation of musical theory and some technical stuff about modulating note phrases combined with um, more abstracts like creating a feeling of going above and below the waves and the sensation of being on a sailboat. Right. So... For me, listening to DJ Shadow talk about, because there's an element for him where he was looking for a specific sound, right? Like, and he got that through samples. Um, and, he, and manipulating samples. Right. right. He talks about down. slowing stuff down. Yeah. He yeah. takes a, he t- there's a, I didn't realize, and you don't even really notice it when you listen to the song, but there's a, he, he's sampling Bjork throughout. Uh yeah. But it's so tweaked that you don't necessarily realize that it's Bjork uh, that he's sampling, which I guess is actually a really good thing, right? Like you don't, there's, so he's sort of a a hip hop artist to some degree, but maybe slightly different than a, than one who's an MC. Yeah, non lyrical. Uh, they so oftentimes hip hop, you really get. You really get the you. They want you to experience the song that they're sampling as much as the song that they're they're creating. Okay. Right. So I don't know. The, there's a ton of hip hop songs that sample old music, and they want you to hear the old that old riff, like that's part of it. Um, but at least in the DJ Shadow song in Song Exploder, and probably most of his work, you don't get the sense that he's trying to draw you towards the original piece of music as much as he's trying to create something new from from the samples that he uses. Right. It's not an homage. Right. It's a new creation. Right. And whether that's because he didn't want to pay royalties or not, <laughs> only he can answer. It crossed my mind. I wonder, like, if you if you sample Bjork, but you tweak it to the point where it's not really recognizable as Bjork, do you still owe royalties on the music? And isn't there is there still? I wonder is there still a whole gray area for particularly for hip hop artists, but really anybody that uses samples. There's still a gray area as far as like what is actually taking from the previous artist's work and what is your own creation. You should 
call my lawyer. Um, oh. and I know her personally. She's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very nice lady. <laughs> she kicks my ass at cards occasionally. <laughs> and mine too. <laughs> kicks everyone's ass at cards. My mother. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's It was just very fascinating to, not being a musician myself, very fascinating to hear uh, a musician talk about their music in an intimate way and describe the process of creation. It's a very intimate way. Right. Especially when you're only hearing their voice and the song after he's removed his part of the interview. And I loved hearing Sean Marshall, Cat Power. Follows me on Twitter. Or did. I don't know. She still does. <laughs> I hope she does. <laughs> I hope she's listening. And uh, she can come on the show. And we will not edit our parts of the interview out. Because that is not how this podcast works. Uh, Although but... maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, why don't we swing it over to a uh, break? Want to have a break? A break. Want to play an ad? Well, yeah, we can do an ad. I think everybody wants to hear an ad. Everybody needs to be sold something. If, if you guys don't need to be sold anything, then um, we want to hear about your secret. And you can tell us your secret, but then it won't be a secret anymore. And now it's time for a break. <laughs> Curtis from the Ouroboros Hour. Are you tired of things ordering? Ah, fuck. Hi, this is Curtis from the Ouroboros Hour. Are you tired of ordering things from Amazon and receiving the exact item you ordered in the mail? Nothing in this world is a surprise anymore. Here at Chaos Box, we strive to bring a little disorder back into your life. Sign up for our monthly subscription service and, and you'll get completely random shit in the mail at completely random intervals. Unlike our competition, we utilize thermal noise technology to achieve true randomness. You may get a cake. You may get an Ikea bed frame. You may get nothing at all. The point is, you'll be surprised. Every time. That's the Chaos Box promise. Sign up now at IWantRandomStuffDeliveredToMyDoorstep.Meow.Ninja and get your first month's free. Chaos Box. Hi, Adam. Hey, Curtis. How's it going? It's going well. You know what would make it go even better? What? Is people called us on our hotline. We have a hotline? We sure do. That is hot. You want to give them the number? Oh, the number's right here. It's 860-295-3865. Sweet. That's 860-295-3865. How else can they contact us? They can contact us at theurroburrowsour at gmail.com. Excellent. You want to give that twice like you gave the phone number or no? The Ouroboros Hour at gmail.com. 
Great. <laughs> now would be a good time to tell people about our Patreon page, Kurt. Yeah, if you want to hit us up, if you like the work that we do, uh, you want to show a little bit of appreciation, we we really value that. Uh, it ain't free to host a podcast, y'all. Uh, go ahead and uh, look us up on Patreon. I believe it's patreon.com slash the Arboros Hour. Uh, check us out there. Um, we already have, at the $10 level, we have Adam offering to write a song personalized towards you. Uh, so if that's something that you've always wanted, uh, go ahead and throw us uh, 10 bucks a month. That's a, that's a steal. Some of our listeners already have songs written about them, but I will write more. <laughs> hey, do you have a song about me? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Mm. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the Ouroboros. That's right. I'm feeling like talking about some more podcasts. Sweet. So uh, let me mention one here. Uh, I recently was listening to... (laughs) Recently was listening to, uh, in my random searching, a podcast called Pitchfork Economics. Oh, yes. And if you want to punch yourself in the face repeatedly. (laughs) Which I do on a daily basis. Or perhaps uh, you could do like uh, Custer's Last Stand style and put sewing needles in your ears. You. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So you really like this podcast. (laughs) I absolutely did not like this podcast. I'm sure it's great. What? Uh, it's got more. Sure it's good for some people. It's got listeners. You know, people listen to it. Yes, it's popular. That, that makes it great. Is it in the Make podcast great again? Go ahead. The... <laughs> the... Is it in the Apple Podcast Top 200? Uh, Do you think they bought Probably. their way in? <clears throat> they definitely could, um, given their financial resources um so okay they have a lot of resources yeah so the gist of this podcast is essentially it's one guy who uh has no shame about or uh, not that you should be ashamed i suppose um but he has no shame about uh accruing a vast amount of wealth and another does he say how well, I'm sh- if you anytime you podcast, accru- yeah, I don't know. You probably invest money. That's uh, like that's how you make a shit ton of money, right? So you you stop producing anything and you just completely go by the wayside of. Well, all right, hold on. <laughs> I heard that it's by playing golf. Mm. That's how you you make a shitload of Gotta money. Got to make those business connections, people. Mm. Got to keep the people with the pitchforks out of the golf clubs. Golf <laughs> club, yeah, golf clubs. No courses. I don't know. Country it, clubs. A uh, country club. There you go. It's not a golf club because that's actually the object by which you hit <laughs> golf balls. <laughs> Holy which is shit! The object that I would like to hit a lot of people in country clubs with. <laughs> uh, now, isn't it ironic that don't you think? country clubs and 
country music are so parallel. They are not. I'm I'm being ironic <laughs> when I say that. That's well, okay. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to respond to that. <laughs> Adam's leaving. He's done. You know what? I quit this podcast. <laughs> oh, great. I quit it on the previous episode, I believe. And now Adam's quitting this one. Adam is wheezing his way away from the microphone. <laughs> Indication that he has lost his trailer. So, <laughs> this segment's going pretty rough. I think we need, might need to retake this shit. <coughs> Hi, it's us again, Alex and Flo. And we have been waiting for our free mattress for about three weeks now. You promised a free mattress for a commercial. Now give it to us, or we will come with our panzer and crush you. Mattress swap. Boo. Maybe you went into outer space. If we have the astronauts listening to this show, seriously, call in to the, what is it? The Axel of Evil. The Axel of Evil. And it's not the evil kind of evil. No. It's, it's like the evolutionary kind no, of evil. No, it's the opposite of love, right? That kind of evil. That's exactly the kind of evil we're talking about. <laughs> it's uh, 860-295-3865. That is 860-AXL-EVOL. That's it. Yo, I just did that without having it in front of me. Like three times. AXL. E V O L. I want the fucking number. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already got one person calling in the Axel of Evil hotline, which is is eight six zero two nine five three eight six five. That's right. Uh, so now y'all have the number. Seriously, call us and tell us about your great day. Maybe you went to space. Maybe you went to space and pet a puppy in space. I feel like there's puppies in space, right? There's got to be one on the ISS. There was one once. Well, that's, Laika. That's sad. Laika was the, the first mammal in space. It Laika didn't... was a dog that Russia launched oh, into yeah. space. That's yeah. true. And then they did a monkey after that, right? Um, Did they not seems do like a good step. Mm. I don't know about the monkey, but I know they did a dog. Why would they do a like dog? A... That seems horrible. I think they... they did a monkey. Maybe it was a shitty dog. Maybe the dog was an asshole. <laughs> like a, like a, the first sparing dog was an asshole. I'm, that's what I'm, I'm going with that theory. Otherwise, why would you fucking shoot it into into space on a rocket? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we don't know what's gonna happen. It's just, it might blow up. It might make it all the way out there, but mm. it's not coming back either way, right? It did not come back. And this dog... This dog... S- legitimately ate my slippers and then <laughs> shat on the torn up slippers and then bit my wife. So, yeah, it's getting so lost So it deserved yeah. <laughs> to die on its way to orbit. Unfortunately, that... It turns out that's what happened to, like, a... The spacefaring dog didn't necessarily make it into space because Uh russia kind of lied a little bit about that experiment is that true 
it did come out that um, their their published results were not accurate about the amount of time that Leica survived, and Leica likely died uh, before it left. Mm. So Leica was not the first mammal in space. It was the first corpse in space. <laughs> The first corpse launched into space. <laughs> the first corpse put into or Earth's orbit. Hmm. Maybe. Is that is that spacecraft still orbiting around the planet somewhere with the with the dog corpse in it? I think it probably fell. Otherwise, how would we know that Leica isn't still alive and still eating somebody's slippers hmm. out there in Earth's orbit? Right. Hey, you know what? Uh, I actually am glad we touched upon this topic. I recently listened to an episode of a podcast. It's called... You listen to podcasts? I do. I listen to podcasts. No shit. Yes? Hey, listeners, do you listen to podcasts? Are you out there listening to podcasts at all? Oh, we would love to know how many of you out there listen to podcasts. Mm. So, uh, let us know. You can call in... At the Axel of Evil line, which is 860-295-3865. Or you can write to us at the Ouroboros Hour at gmail.com and let us know if you listen to podcasts. That's right. We would, the inquiring minds want to know. But I was listening to a podcast. It's called like Barely Made or Almost Made. I think it's called Almost Made. Almost Made. Yeah, I'm doing this okay. off the top of my head. And the, the, the gist of the podcast, it's two Australian gentlemen. Um, and they, they're very polite. They were, they're pretty polite and they've got a good sense of humor. Those Aussies got to say, although I do find, uh, Australian podcasts are harder for me to listen to. I don't know if that makes me racist against Australian people. Maybe I don't like their accent. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Yeah. That's, that's borderline racist. By the way, if you're Australian, you're listening to this podcast. Uh, hit us up on <laughs> Patreon.com. Yes. <laughs> for $10 a month, I'll do a special episode just for you about why I don't like your accent. Um, but yeah, no. And also, don't forget to write to us and let us know if you listen to podcasts. So, but the, the gist of the podcast is that they basically pitch podcast ideas. That's the whole thing. And... Um, the one that I listened to, they happened to get uh, a guest uh, who I definitely don't remember who the guest was, but they his pitch for a podcast, one of the ones that he made, was Apollo Uncut was the name of it. And his oh. idea was the entire radio transmissions from the Apollo missions, of which there are several. Uh, yeah. But the the entire the just completely uncut, just the whole the whole radio transmissions from all of that series. Uh, okay, that's less interesting than I thought you were going to say about um, interviewing all of the Apollo astronauts about um, whether or not they were circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it it is 
Sub- a subject that I think is important to get out there. Uncut definitely has the uh, the connotation of uncircumcised penises. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bad name. They, they'd have to workshop the name a little bit. But let me say this. The, the idea has a certain amount of appeal to me in that I have been on uh, air, airline flights where they had the... Uh, radio transmissions from the pilot to the tower accessible while you're on the plane. Interesting. So you could sit there and listen to... Like you can select that with... Yeah, like as one of the audio channels. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of the audio channels you can listen to was the actual uh, pilot transmit the, the the whole radio chatter. To aircraft, air and traffic control. I found it fascinating. It was the coolest thing I'd ever listen to that I can, you know, that was like an all audio format situation. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what they were talking about most of the time. Um, There's a, yeah, a lot of dense terminology. Sure. Lingo. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's another language. But I, I actually like, I believe, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I listened to once I found it, you know, we were like probably halfway through the flight and I listened to the entire conversation with the pilot uh, with the tower all the way to landing. But how long are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. I've, I've never been on a flight. Well, no, I've been... I've been to... <laughs> never... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I've never been on a flight longer than... I was about to say I've never been on a, on a flight longer than a, a few hours, but that's not true. I actually was fortunate enough in my younger years to fly to France. Uh, so we, we actually... I didn't know that. I've been to Maribel, France, where they had the Olympics. I snowboarded in the French Alps. In the Olympics? Yeah, I was in the Olympics. I won the half pipe. It was in like 1982 or something. I knew your name sounded familiar before I met you. We're going to have to have a whole other episode just about that. So, But I have been on longer flights. But this was definitely a domestic flight. I don't remember. Okay, domestic flight. And you listened to it from sometime when you were about to land. Maybe about an hour. I'm going to go. Let's go with an hour of of the radio chatter. Not only did I find it relaxing, oddly relaxing, because you're actually like listening to the safety of your flight being discussed. Not that they're saying like, holy shit, we just hit a bird and we're all going to die. Which I guess is something you could hear if, unfortunately, that happened. Um, but birds kill people. Not only, which is why we kill birds. <laughs> we should send birds into space. Why? Why dogs? You know what I mean? Put a fucking bird. They're cheaper bird. than monkeys. Put a no. All right. Here's here's what you do. You take an ostrich and an emu, <laughs> and you put them in a spacecraft, and you fucking. Shoot them on a rocket into space with no plan of getting them back. Pick a bird that can fly into oh, space. Oh shit! And that way, if the spacecraft has a problem, it could jump out and fly away. Well, well, what does the bird do in space with no gravity? How does that work? I want to know. Oh my it god! It dies. <laughs> <laughs> A bird in zero G's. I bet you that's it's got to be on the internet, right? They have they have zero G cats. Like they have that vomit comet that where they can simulate zero G's. Um, uh, the parabolic orbit plane. Sure. Yep. Okay. So I'm sure that they put birds in there. Probably bird flying in zero that, G is definitely. That's a weird not one. space though. That's. 
you know, cabin of a plane that's in a parabolic orbit. Well, it's it a pressurized cabin with zero gravity. G's, which is the same thing as a spacecraft. It's not even zero G's, though. It's simulating zero G's by making dives right. at the same speed as the as falling You know occurs. what? I don't like your attitude here. <laughs> you, if you don't like my attitude, then you can quit this podcast. I'm not going to do that. I'm fucking staying strong, man. I'm holding on for one more day. So the <laughs> So anyway, the they were workshopping this idea on on this podcast. I think it's called Almost Made. I, I should really Google it, but I'm Almost not going Made. To. Uh, podcast ideas Apollo mission transmissions unedited. Unedited from beginning to end. Uh which they they in their discussion of it, it it would get really boring so then they were talking about how you could have astronauts and engineers and and flight control and you know the, you know commenting commenting throughout, while throughout while the series playing. yeah like this is Without, what was going on then yeah you know obviously there's the there's the famous Houston it's not we have a problem i think it's Houston we had a problem i think that's the actual quote um, and Houston, we have a problem is Apollo 13, mm, the, the script, but the it's film not script and not the actual transcript of the events. Well, I, I'm not saying. sure. Yeah, no. The, instead of saying Houston, we have a problem. What was actually said was Houston, we had a problem. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. But that's one riveting moment out of. Um, like thousands of hours thousands of hours yeah of what would seem like inane no but if you're really into the space thing which i i am i like i love space i think it's a fascinating yeah topic to talk about and you know there's a it's so cool that we have had the space program that we've had so far and we could do even more but the we will with the space force <laughs> The space force. <laughs> it would be, it would be I mean, You know, America would have those like the uh, Empire destroyers, right? That's what we would we would have those. <laughs> we have become the Empire mm. again. Thank you for listening. We made it this far. Can we do a redo? <laughs> I'll be better next time. One more. I'm not going to.